0: Your journey matters, my friend, and reviving your connection to spirit in earth shaking times can be a game changer.
1: Is imagining loving something that they're frightened of or that they don't want, you know, so love your empty bank account, for example, sounds completely unreasonable and counterintuitive. But the way I describe it is rather than an emotional um, idea of love, it's shining light into darkness. Mm. So if you think of the thing you don't want or the thing you're worried about or frightened of or the person who's negative or that kind of thing as darkness, what you want to do is fill yourself with light first and then shine light into darkness. And it feels like unconditional love so you'll know you're tuned in when it when you feel that feeling of i love this thing no matter what
0: whether you are a seasoned spiritual seeker or just starting out on your spiritual path this podcast has something for everyone the mission is to inspire enthusiasm for the spiritual part of your journey through unique perspectives around mind body and spirit Join me and other enthusiastic souls as we share weekly episodes of how amazing life is when you embrace the spiritual parts of your journey. This and all episodes can be found on my website, tntspiritworks.com. And if you would like to watch the episodes, please check out TNT Spirit Works YouTube channel. So grab your favorite drink, sit back and relax because another enthusiastic episode starts now. My guest this week is here to give us some insights and support through neuroscience to get the life you want by changing what happened to you in your childhood. Her name is Odile Remmert, and she is a mindset coach specializing in emotions and the subconscious. She struggled with anxiety, depression, suicidal ideation, and debilitating patterns. Combined with her husband Steve's master's degree in psychotherapy, and her knowledge of training in neuroscience, they created the Remmert method. Together, they empower others to create deep and permanent life change through memory transformation. Welcome, Odile. Thank
1: you so much, Teresa. It's such a pleasure to be here. I'm so looking forward to this conversation.
0: And I am too. I am too. And the first thing i like to ask my guests is, what makes you enthusiastic about neuroscience and helping others change their negative childhood memories?
1: Thank you for the question. Um, well, I spent my entire life up until I was, uh, 51, 52 trying to fix myself. (laughs) And I used, you know, I used everything I came across. I, I was willing to put in the work if only I knew what that was. And I tried so many things. And it kept feeling like there was something holding me back, something blocking me, some kind of unconscious thing that I I didn't know what it was. And uh, as I found out more about the brain, I realized how powerful the knowledge is when you know how, it, you know, the the biology of how it works mm-hmm. and um, how empowering that is. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I became more and more um enthusiastic and passionate about it, about finding out more about, um, you know, deeper, diving deeper into it. And so I learned more and more of, of the neuroscience as it pertains to brain chemistry and the, the way we think. And of course, those uh, childhood memories that are, that are affecting us all the time. So it freed me and now I'm very passionate about uh, sharing it with others so it can empower others as well.
0: And so coming together with Steve psychotherapy I mean you guys are like a beautiful match I love that <laughs> thank you yes
1: and so when we first met Steve was uh, doing psycho you know, was a psychotherapist and the more we learned about what we do now the more we develop these techniques the more Steve was realizing that what he'd been doing as a psychotherapist wasn't enough mm-hmm. and so we you know he slowly d- started increasing uh, sorry um, introducing more of the techniques we use now until this is basically all we do.
0: Mm -hmm. So this is, would you say this is like shadow work or is this different than shadow work? I would say this is different to shadow work um, Mm -hmm. because you are
1: not just making peace with those aspects of yourself, but you are literally changing the original evidence. Mm-hmm. So the origin, you know, the, the experiences we have from birth onwards develop uh, or form the our self-image and worldview. So those implicit memories provide the structure of who we are and how the world works. And whether that is, you know, the, the it's the good and the bad, mm-hmm. or so-called bad, you know, it's, it's all aspects of us. Mm-hmm. And so going back and changing that original evidence. Ch- automatically changes who we are now and how the world works for us, our self-image and worldview, which of course automatically changes our perception, our beliefs, um, our automatic behaviors and habits and, and patterns. Well,
0: what's interesting, I find, Odile, is that the more that I interview people and go out in the world and and, you know, and talk to people – this is where they're this is where people are needing to go now. It's not just surface level stuff. It's diving in deeper. And so I like the fact of, of working with the brain and the chemistry and the science behind it. And it and for me, there's like there's space for everything, right? There's space for shadow work. There's space for transformational Absolutely. psychotherapy. There's space for this. So and it all really boils down when I think about it, is about that unconditional love that we have for ourselves. So let's talk a little bit about that and how this work can really support that.
1: Yes, with pleasure. So it's my favorite, (laughs) one of my favorite
0: topics.
1: (laughs) 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 Yeah. So one of the things I discovered, um, years ago, and this is in fact, before I found out about the childhood memory stuff is the power of unconditional love as a state. So, you know, people think of unconditional love as an emotion. Um, but it's so much more than that. It's a chemical state. And it's a vibrational state. It's an energetic state. Um, and it's a biological state. And it is so. Um, it, it, I I believe it's the most empowered state you can be in. And so I developed a little technique call, uh, called the superpower technique, which uh, you learn, which teaches you to develop the ability to first of all love yourself unconditionally, because of course you can't give what you don't have, mm-hmm. and then allow that to overflow or radiate out to everything and everyone. And the biggest challenge most people have is imagining loving something that they're frightened of or that they don't want, you know, so love your empty bank account, for example, sounds completely unreasonable and counterintuitive. But the way I describe it is rather than an emotional um, idea of love, it's shining light into darkness. So if you think of the thing you don't want or the thing you're worried about or frightened of, or the person who's negative or that kind of thing as darkness, what you want to do is fill yourself with light first and then shine light into darkness. And it feels like unconditional love. So you'll know you're tuned in when it when you feel that feeling of, I love this thing no matter what.
0: Mm. Oh, I like that. <laughs> now, this is obviously a real challenge for a lot of people to step into this unconditional love because- I know you talk a lot in your, some in your book about, cause I have the book here and there's so (laughs) much in it. As you can see, my my viewers on YouTube can see, but listeners, I've got so many um, (laughs) post-it notes of just like aha moments and things I found to your beautiful book. But one of the things that, of many things you talk about is the instinctual priorities. So that instinct of survival and then connection and, but the survival part can really make us not feel like that love, that unconditional love within.
1: Absolutely. And uh, so, yeah, one of the things I, I talk about in the book, as you said, is the, there are two main priorities to the brain, the unconscious part of the brain for survival. So our main priority is survival, but um, primarily I- immediate survival, which means right now, am I going to you know survive this animal attacking me or not? And uh, so that's the kind of emergency state. And that's what, what they call the fight, freeze, flight state. because, of course, if you don't survive right now, then nothing else matters. However, uh, secondary, underneath that, the next priority is long-term survival, which um, one of the foundations of that is connection with others, altruism, um, kindness and compassion, uh, all of that. Those are instincts in us. Those are natural things and so when a person is feeling safe and loved so they're going to survive right now the natural instinct is to reach out and help others and be generous and um you know uh, support others and connect with others mm-hmm. so if someone is not in that state if someone is not able to be compassionate and kind and generous and and helpful, it means their brain, the unconscious part of their brain, regardless of what they consciously think, the unconscious part of their brain is in a survival state. Mm-hmm. So, and that can be difficult to see at first because, to the brain, not being loved, not being respected, and not being um, you know uh, acknowledged, those kind of things mm-hmm. um, are the same as physical danger. Mm. So the same chemicals, adrenaline, cortisol, and other stress chemicals uh, are produced when we feel betrayed, when we feel uh, hurt, when we feel um, anxious, worried. So it puts the, the brain and body into that state. In And in every moment, because the brain is referring to the childhood to find out, is this experience right now, is this safe or dangerous? Uh, and it doesn't always make Uh, conscious sense, logical sense, because the unconscious part of the brain can't use logical reason, you have people who have plenty of money, are very successful, are loved by a lot of people, but are still not generous or are still, you know, uh, uh, worried that someone's going to take something from them. And that's because it's not about now, it's coming from their childhood. So Mm -hmm. the brain is referring to a childhood where they weren't They didn't receive the love they needed. They didn't feel safe. They didn't feel the affection they needed, that kind of
0: thing. Wow. And so what comes to me about all that is, and what we just came through in the last three years, since 2020, is that people have been disconnected. They've not been around people. The, The love's not been there. And there's been so much fear, anxiety, and all those things coming up. So have you noticed in your, you know, and out with your clients and out, you know, promoting the book that people ha- are in a different place and they're really like hungry for this? Because I, I mean, I can see how they can be like, oh, my gosh, yeah, I want to be connected and I, wa- I need to feel that self-love. And have you noticed that, Odile? absolutely and i think
1: that it highlighted a lot of um you know a, a lot of the the things that we took for granted before all of that happened so um you know you find uh, uh, people who were perhaps not really connected with their friends and family beforehand as much or certainly some of them anyway um after you know that kind of experience where you're forced to into, into a situation where you can't be with each other physically, it kind of it shines a spotlight on the the value of that um, on one hand for some people. And then for others, um, the, you know, it, there's a lot of um, fear and a, a lot of stress and even trauma from certain people being put into that situation because it triggered old references Mm -hmm. that, that were there before, but they hadn't been triggered before.
0: Well, and I will tell you a whole other thing too. It triggered me from past life stuff. Right. So it's not, so for myself, it was not only this life, it was things that happened in, especially my previous life. Um, so it did all of it. Um, you know, the things that were done to people and the isolation, and it just totally triggered me in that sense. So it's multi-layered right Odile?
1: absolutely absolutely there's so many contributing factors for Mm -hmm. for each individual
0: definitely so let's talk a little bit about the method that you use to support people and i want to first take a little trip on through your book because you talked about the three pillars of your Remmers method and it's really cool i like the way you have it like first is learning to drive changing the gps and staying on the road and i just love that and that you know analogy of of a drive-in and, you know, I'm in my car and learning how to drive. So let's talk a little bit. I would love to hear your perspective of the three pillars.
1: Yes, of course. So if you think of wherever you are now, as so you're going to, you're going to drive from wherever you are now to the results you want to uh, achieve. So whatever those changes are you want in yourself or your life, that's your destination, your new destination. So uh, the first step of course, is learning to drive, which means learning to control your brain and body chemistry. And the reason that's important, just like if you if you want to drive from one place to another, if you don't know how to drive the vehicle, you won't get very far. Mm-hmm. In the same way, one of the reasons people aren't able to achieve things they want to achieve is because they are at the mercy of whatever default system, uh, setting is going on with their brain and body uh, chemistry. Mm-hmm. And so, just very briefly, behind that, knowing what's what's happening behind that, thoughts are connections between neurons in the neocortex of the brain, and as those connect, those neural connections tri- automatically trigger chemicals, matching chemicals. Mm-hmm. So, put, to put it very simply, stress chemicals. Uh, Sorry, negative thoughts trigger stress chemicals Mm -hmm. and positive thoughts trigger feel-good chemicals like uh, um, endorphin, serotonin, and oxytocin. Mm -hmm. And as as, as those chemicals have the chemical, the effects on the organs of the body, um, we experience those as feelings and emotions. Mm -hmm. And then the conscious mind gives reason to that, identifies the feeling. So the tricky thing is that the stress chemicals that cause negative emotions are stronger than feel-good chemicals because Mm -hmm. they're for survival. Mm
0: -hmm. So Mm -hmm.
1: chemicals like adrenaline and cortisol are going to have a much bigger impact on the body so we feel them stronger. And that's why it's um, easier to feel bad than to feel good. And of course, the reason is because it's more important that the brain makes sure we keep our attention on the bear that's going to attack us rather than on the pretty flowers or the sunset so mm-hmm. that we survive. So what we do is we teach this little exercise. It's under two minutes mm-hmm. and it's like a physical fitness routine. It trains and conditions your brain and body and helps you develop the skill to produce lower levels of stress chemicals and higher levels of feel-good chemicals. And the reason this is extra important is because one of the effects of stress chemicals on the system is they cause blood to drain from the prefrontal cortex of the brain where we do our cognitive thinking to the back of the brain for survival. So um, as the chemicals enter the system, blood drains from the place of the brain where we do our, uh, you know, we we strategize problem solving, creativity, communication, all of that so that it goes to the back of the brain, which is the fight, freeze, flight center. Mm -hmm. And again, because when you're faced with a bear, there's no time to negotiate or, (laughs) you know, strategize (laughs) that. You want to act instantly and, and immediately. So, That's why when we're emotionally triggered, we can't think clearly. Mm. So I'm sure we've all been in a situation where you've been triggered by someone in a situation. And it's only later that you think, ah, all the things I could have said, or I should have Mm. said. Mm. And that's because in that moment, you didn't have access to your cognitive thinking Mm. physically. So the, the, you know, without the blood in that part of the brain, then later as the stress chemicals lowered, Blood returned to that part of your brain, and that's why you were then able to think clearly. Mm. So this little exercise is it's under two minutes. Would you like me to take you through it
0: all? Now I would love that, definitely.
1: Yeah. All right, lovely. So for this exercise, you'll need something or someone you love. So it can be um, a pet or an animal that's not your pet, but you think they're cute, like penguins or uh, or beavers or um, uh, a child. Um, it needs to be something or someone with no negative attachments. So not someone you're worried about or missing or no guilt or anything like that, just love. And if you can't think of a personal animal, you can use a place. So some people use something like the beach, Hawaii, the forest, um, Mm -hmm. or an activity you love like gardening or surfing. Mm -hmm. So once you've got something uh, that you love, I want you to take a deep breath, close your eyes. And start by thinking of your favorite color. And if you don't have a favorite, just pick one you like. And imagine being surrounded by that beautiful color. And focus in on everything you love about that particular color. And feel the feeling of that color, how gorgeous it is. Very good. And now I want you to think of the person, animal, place or activity that you love and imagine holding them in your arms in a hug. And notice the feeling, the physical feeling in your chest or solar plexus. And then imagine that feeling as a ball of light or energy. And imagine it spreading down to your toes up to the top of your head and out to your fingertips so you're now full of that light that energy that love good job and now imagine that light or energy radiating out from you and filling the whole room you're in and you can open your eyes congratulations, you just changed your brain chemistry. (laughs) So that's, uh, so also don't worry for those who couldn't feel it very strongly, or you couldn't feel it at all, even don't worry about it because this is like physical exercise. So if the level of stress chemicals is already high in your system, because stress chemicals are stronger, it can take a little more practice and a little more time to switch that balance. So you start to feel the effects of the feel-good chemicals.
0: How was that for you, Teresa? It was lovely. I, I feel very relaxed. And I'll tell you what also, Odile, your voice is beautiful. Oh <laughs> so, thank you. I was like, oh my God, your voice is like angelic and I love your accent and thank you very much. So that um, in i um, you know amidst the uh, beautiful the um you know, journey you took me on—it was wonderful. I, love I loved it. it
1: so much. Oh, fantastic! And then, uh, what's a very powerful level up on that is uh, you? So you can do the hugging your subject and the light and everything, and then imagine yourself as a child in front of you, and imagine hugging that little mm-hmm. you, hugging that child that was you. Mm-hmm. That's a very, very powerful technique as well.
0: Mm-hmm. Love it so much. Well. I am absolutely thrilled you've come on today, Odile. What a lovely, lovely book. What a lovely, lovely service you're offering in the world, you and Steve also. And I I am so thankful for you. So I want you to share a little bit about your services. And I know you have a gift for the um, podcast listeners and viewers today. So I'd love you to share that also. Yes, of course. So thank you, Teresa. Well, we,
1: uh, we work with one-to-one clients, but we also teach what we, uh, you know, we teach all of this. So everything Mm -hmm. that, um, a person needs in order to be able to do this for yourself is in the book. Mm-hmm. So, uh, the book is available on Amazon and, uh, everywhere books are sold basically, mm-hmm. including audible. Mm-hmm. And, um, when you, uh, so you, so you can read through the book and follow along with the exercises and do mm-hmm. that. Um, we have a free ebook copy of the book, e- ebook version of the, of the book for you, um, for your listeners. And you can get that by going to the forward slash podcast. Uh, Gift or podcast gift. If you're if you're American, (laughs) so (laughs) sometimes people don't realise what I'm saying there. So (laughs) theremitmethod.com forward slash podcast gift, and there's also a free workbook that you'll get uh, Mm -hmm. to go with the ebook, so that you can follow along with that. Um, And then if you go to our website, theremitmethod.com, there's also a free webinar on on the website as well that that'll take you through the basics of um of how childhood memories are affecting us
0: well like i said at the beginning odile i feel this is much needed i feel it's timely that there's a lot of people who can really benefit from this and who may want a a different avenue of going down versus therapy or shadow work or something else so just that just that depth of of you know um amazing neuroscience and psychotherapy combined together it's beautiful so thank you so much again for coming on today Thank you, Teresa. Thank you so much for this for this opportunity. And I've loved our conversation. You're wonderful to speak with. Thank you again for listening to another episode of Enthusiastically Spiritual. What a gift Odile was for coming on today and sharing how amazing it is to work with neuroscience and a different aspect of healing that she and her husband, Steve, are, are bringing forth in their beautiful work. So I, I thank her so very much. And again, thank you so much for listening and or watching on our YouTube channel. I appreciate each and every one of you so very much. And please remember, if you've not subscribed, please do. If you have, would like to leave a comment, I would appreciate it so very much. And also, if you do enjoy this episode or other episodes, please share with your friends and family. And until next time, please remember that life is too short to not be enthusiastic about your unique journey.